Are you ready for this? Brand new, brand new, join our texting community. It's a new app called Community. It was just launched. It's texting. You don't ask me questions. I send you stuff. So text 401-341-1903. Send me a text. You'll get a return text. But then you'll get original content from me, my thoughts, my philosophies, original things, things that like some videos, some tidbits, some clips, some photos, some behind the scenes stuff, some little banter back and forth between us, how we just do maybe some brainstorming stuff, um, you know, some traveling things, things again that are free and out there. So jump onto our texting community. We'll leave that up for a little, a little bit longer just to see what's going on with that. All right, next. All right. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Hey everybody, how are you? It's uh, Friday night for another live. How you doing, Joelle? Fantastic. Good. So we're out here in wonderful, beautiful Texas. Thank you for Texas for the fantastic hospitality. You know, <coughs> excuse me. One of the things that um, we have to have a disclaimer on is this: uh, the internet here is really slow, so we actually have no idea if we're actually even uploading this or not. So we'll see what's going on. Number two, you're going to hear some dogs barking in the background. This is not our home. We're actually at a Corso breeding facility, and they just had two litters. Um, and the male dog, whenever you hear strange voices in the background, is definitely doing what Corsos do, which is the guardian. they actually use the dog as a guardian. So it's not your average family pet dog. So they're not used to seeing, hearing strange voices. So we have to talk over those. So obviously, um, if the owner was in the building right now, that would not be happening. But the owner is out of the building. The dog knows it. We're talking. But this has got the best lighting and the best Wi-Fi signal that um, we've got. To, we've just got to. We've got to deal with it. So that's why we're hearing barking in the background. So just to let you know. All right. So this is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a Q and A show. Yep. You ask your questions by typing them in at the bottom where it says post a comment. Joel will read them and then I will um, answer them. A lot of these comments, though, they have to be answered really, really quick. Also, what happens is um, most of these answers need like a one on one private or even a boarding train, but I try to give everybody as much of a head start as we can. Remember, it's also a problem solving seminar. And problem solving seminar and a problem solving podcast so you can hear me use the word punishment a lot unfortunately punishment has been hijacked to mean abuse excuse me it's actually the farthest thing from it it's actually you want to talk science it's actually right there but i don't talk science but if you want to reinforce something to get more of it use a reward-based system which we do if you want to get rid of something use a punitive-based system which we do so for all the folks out there that are spouting the lies that you don't have to use a punisher or a correction to stop an unwanted behavior, they're lying to you. Or they're saying, yep, it'll take three years mm -hmm. to fix something that we do in three minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you do that? Why would any rational person do that under the guise of like being gentler? So you're going to keep your dog stressed out and take risks for three years? It doesn't make sense to me. So, and we're wonderful, um, we're south of Austin on a private property. We've got a beautiful tent that was delivered today. And it's gonna be a fantastic weekend. We're really, really excited about our seminars because we're able to help so many people, so many people. So, Joelle, let's just jump right into it. Hey, let's see. Ashley, well, look at that, I'm first. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. Ooh. Enjoy Texas, great way to end the day. Is it really the 13th? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Look at that. I was born on Friday the 13th. Yeah, I know. Little tidbit of knowledge for I you. I know that. Melissa said good evening all and happy Friday. Hey, how are you, Melissa? Kristen, Madison, Madison Wisconsin here. Hi, Madison's Jay. in the house. And by the way, you know who else is in the house? Is people that are much be watching this on the replay. Thank you so much. Also, people that are listening to this on the podcast or on 20 different podcast streams. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Now, are you guys ready for this? Are you ready for this? Brand new, brand new, 
join our texting community. It's a new app called Community. It was just launched. It's texting. You don't ask me questions. I send you stuff. So text 401-341-1903. Send me a text. You'll get a return text. But then you'll get original content from me, my thoughts, my philosophies, original things, things that like some videos, some tidbits, some clips, some photos, some behind the scenes stuff, some little banter back and forth between us, how we just do maybe some brainstorming stuff, um, you know, some traveling things, things again that are free and out there. So jump onto our texting community. We'll leave that up for a little, a little bit longer just to see what's going on with that. All right, next. All right, Kathy B. Hey everyone. Hey, hey Kathy, Kathy B. How are you? Lori, how to stop my, how to stop from play biting with a seven month old pot belly mix? So the I'm pot, it's probably pipple mix. Right. So either way, it's, you have a pot belly pig. it's a pot belly from the islands. They call them pot bellies. Oh. So it doesn't make a difference what the breed is. The way you want to do is look up bonking. If you don't know what bonking is, then you need to jump on social media a little bit more because bonking is what I'm known for in a really negative way. But meanwhile, we bonk every day. Um, and that uh, what I want you to do is you'll say no and you bark. The way to stop biting, okay, is by making biting suck. Bottom line, you do not redirect it. So a lot of the concepts are, there's an ideology out there that's do no harm to the dog. So the dog bites you, you give it something else to bite. Hmm, how do I get that bone? Oh, let me, so here's a good example. Say I wanna have sex with your sister, and so I go up and grope you, and you say, hey Jeff, don't grope me, here's my sister, grope her instead. It's what like- it's, it's you're, what you're doing is you're you're like redirecting, you're exchanging. You're saying, "Don't grope me, grope this person." It's like, no. How about groping is wrong? That's yeah. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, pe dogs are play biting, and then you're giving them a bone to bite. Mm. Okay, maybe not the best example, no, but you know, you know where my mind always goes when I'm exhausted and tired. It goes into groping mode. You know. So next. Kayla, do you have any videos on how to build my dog's confidence? He's so attached to me all the time, wants to always be right on top of me, can't take it anymore. So Kayla, yeah, so this is the thing, take 100% responsibility, who is allowing the dog to be on top of you, okay? You are, so this is what I want you to do. Teach the place command, teach the place command. Watch my video on the place command, also teach the out command, which means out away from you, next. Megan, oh my God, I'm so happy. I didn't think y'all were doing a live tonight. We didn't know either because the, the Wi-Fi out here is not very good. The phone signal out here is not very good. But I did a consult this morning and um, it went through on StreamYard. So I'm like, you know what? If you'll notice the banner, the, the, the announcement from the show came up late because I had to make sure that we actually were, it was, it was going to be able to work. Mm -hmm. Next. Um, Eric Stambro, I like that shirt, Greg Brady. So um, this is the thing, Eric, Damn, the Eric. last person I would ever take fashion sense from, fashion advice from, is you. But thank you very much. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gelman's seminar. Thank you so much. Jacob, is it okay to bonk my three-month-old puppy when he squirms when I'm trying to trim his nails? Yeah, absolutely. Just scale it, though. Just scale it. You don't do the full barking like as, as forceful as I normally do. Next. Lori, Pitbull makes LOL. Also not pot belly. Yeah, I mean, but they make pot bellies. They call them from, I think they're from Puerto Rico or some island. Those are pot cakes. Pot cakes. That's what I'm thinking of. Thank you. Pot cakes. Uh, Linda, thank you all so much for your advice and dedication to your customers, followers, and dogs. So, Linda, number one, thank, first of all, I think you're new. So, at least to this, you know, to this platform. So thank you so much for joining us. I really, really appreciate it. And um, what I want you to do is realize that also you're probably doing all the hard work. So if you're consuming the content and if you're applying the content, I really appreciate it. Oh my God. I know David, who that is. David Smith. David Smith. Where the fuck have you been? He's been David? scrounging his pennies. Four ninety nine. I'm here for. 
I'm here live for a change. So the roping experiment is out then? Darn. Yes, actually, David, actually, it's not respectful. It's of course, that's the one thing you comment okay. on. It's not you've been on here in like fucking eight months, and that's what you comment on. David. Right. So it's not acceptable at all. Dakota, hey guys, I'm in Houston. Are the spots for your seminar already filled up? I just saw your IG post on it. Love you guys. So the spots for Austin are, you'd have to go to jeffkelmanseminars.com, see what's available. Um, I'm going to be in Houston next week, but that's for a private consult. So there's no, nothing available in Houston. But if you want to come up to the Austin seminar, yeah, it's, not that far. it's not that far at all. And you can definitely go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. I'm not sure what's available, um, but check that out next. Lexi, hey guys, I was here a couple of weeks ago and wanted to say thank you for all the information you provide. My dog, who once bolted after dogs and cats, pulled on the leash, was aggressive toward other dogs, can now run off leash with an e-collar, has good recall, and can be around cats. The work, the works show. So, so Lexi, who we've never met before, and joined our YouTube channel, which is a free platform, getting free advice, was able to get control of her dog. And that's why when people message me 20 to 30 times a day, not the same people. And I, unfortunately I say, these are the ways to get advice from me because I can't possibly answer your questions, you know, you know, through DM or, or, or anything like that. I'll say, you know, you can do a one-on-one -on -one consult. I said, but we also have so many free videos as well as a Q and a show. Mm -hmm. And I want people to understand how powerful it is. But unfortunately, when someone says, I've got a simple, I just have a simple question. My dog fights with my other dog. I'm like, that's not a simple question. Mm -hmm. That's really, really involved. Or my dog has separation anxiety. How do I stop it? It's like, that's almost every dog training question is complicated um, that, that, that you get. So when I was, if I've ever responded to you that way, I'm not trying to be snarky or rude. I mean, like, remember your, your question times 30 a day. And then I got to also run my business and then all of this stuff is being put out there for free. So, so I'm proud of you. Next. Sandra, do you believe in neutering? My dog isn't neutered and he just turned four. So, you know, I'm not going to, okay. So I'm not a big fan of surgery. That's, that's, you know, that's not necessary. You know, I'm not seeing neutering change behavior other than procreation. Um, my next dog, if it's a male, I will not neuter. Um, that's my personal choice. This, the concept of spay and neuter is not why there's an overpopulation of, the lack of spay and neuter is not why there's an overpopulation of dogs out there. The lack of, the lack in, in shelters, the lack of not being able to teach a proper way to stop an unwanted behavior is why there's so many dogs in shelters. That's why. So what happens is, <clears throat> You have a dog, you don't know how to stop the behavior, you turn it into a shelter and you get another dog. You have not never, you would have not gotten that other dog if you would have kept the new dog and learned how to um, correct the bad behavior. Therefore, the demand for newer dogs would go down. Therefore, breeders would stop um, um, breeding less dogs. And, I'm, and I love breeders, like we're a breeder's house right now. But this breeder is a little bit different because they do small, small litters, corsos, and it's not a big operation and they temperament test them all and they won't adopt them, they won't sell them unless they're, they're you know, in, in perfect health. Next. Um, Ashley, got a young Malinois coming in, super stoked, sent the owner home with a prong collar a couple weeks ago to use while they waited and guess what? Owner's life has dramatically changed already. Look at that. Yeah, you know, the thing about prong collars is, is I understand that they look barbaric. I get it. They do look barbaric. I understand the narrative out there that people assume they hurt. Can you hurt a dog on a prong collar? Yes, you can. I also can choke out a dog on a slip bleed, on a flat buckle collar, on a martingale. A dog can get massive amounts of trauma on its neck from slip bleeds, prong up, uh, flat buckle collars, and um, uh, martingales uh, and choke chains but a dog will not get tracheal damage through a prong collar. That's the way they were designed for a very specific reason. So if you're struggling on the walk, the first thing I would suggest is get a prong collar. It is not a crutch. That's what social media tells you it's a crutch because they're trying to shame you as an owner. They're trying to make it look like you're lazy. When you're not lazy, you're practical. So 
If you're struggling on the walk, you want to start looking into a prong collar, how to size it, how to introduce it, and then how to start using it. And for a lot of people that say, oh, well, you should go to a professional, you do not need to go to a professional. You can do it yourself. We have free videos, you can fully train your dog yourself. Down at the bottom, it says join our community for unique contact content, text that number, text that number, see what happens, you'll be part of our new texting community. And I will not be giving you daily, daily texts. And it's not for you to ask questions, it's for me to give you content. Next. Um, Jamie, hi from Seattle. Hey Seattle, how are you doing? I'm surprised they haven't closed down the internet in Seattle. You guys are allowed to internet out, they haven't shut it down. Hmm. Amy, happy Friday from sunny Naples, Florida. Love you guys. Thank you for doing what you do for the dogs and their humans. You're welcome, um, Amy. I will be down in, in, in uh, uh, Florida um, in uh, February. Pearson, Florida. Look into it. Look into, looking forward to it. Erica, still dealing with reactive behavior, mostly on the leash. Used e-collar and prong. Prong, huge help with pulling. What am I doing wrong? So, Erica, I don't know what you're doing wrong because I haven't seen you train your dog. To keep in mind, you're speaking about tools. We need to speak about training and timing and your protocols. So that would be a one-on-one -on -one because there's a lot of things you're probably missing. Remember, the prong collar is a communication device. I've seen people get their asses dragged down the street with a prong collar. I've seen dogs walk perfectly on a slip lead. So it all involves around the training methodology, how you train, what, 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 what protocols you put in place, when you apply your corrections, how you set the tone of the walk. There's so many different variables. It's not about putting in a piece of equipment on the dog and it just all of a sudden working. You still have to train. So the prong collar is not a shortcut. The remote collar is not a shortcut. You can't escape the reps, no matter how you train. Okay, so I think that there's so many there's so many variables that need to be discussed when it comes to that. So what I would do is start out with a pre-walk punisher, start out with driveway drills, look all those things up, and you might want to do a one-on-one -on -one. next. Landon, my dog reactive shepherd is getting over his problems. Lots of training, couldn't have done it without you both. Thank you so much for all you do. So Landon, thank you for the kudos. Thank you for the shout out. And also keep in mind that you are doing all the hard work. I'm just the guy with the big mouth and Joelle's just the one that puts up with me. Next. That's a great way to sum things up. You think so? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think we're a good team though. Mm -hmm. You know, I've only irritated you a couple of times, a couple hundred times. But I think it's a good type of back and forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect weather. Florida here. High drive Shepherd. High drive Jack Russell. What's the question? Okay. Perfect weather. Mary, long live the bunker. That's right. Hashtag truth. Mimi, a large off leash lab was running up to my dog reactive 16 pound terrier mm -hmm. on a walk. I put my dog behind me and kicked the dog a good kick with the snow boots. Nice. Frustrating because we were working so hard on his reactivity and sad that irresponsible dog owners are not considerate of other people's dog space. One block later, I saw a leash dog coming. My dog was concerned a bit, but walked past it like a champion. Awesome. So Mimi, kudos to you for giving that dog a boot. If anybody has a problem with that concept, you've got to understand that, that, that every off-leash dog charging towards you is a direct threat. The threat has to be neutralized. If the owner has a problem with that and you're in a leashed area, you read them the riot act. You know, you read them the riot act because I think it's really, really important that people understand they can't have their off-leash dogs running at you. Next. Okay. Make sure you guys are, are checking out Jeff Gelman's seminars. We still have Ramona, California, Phoenix, and Providence left. Um, live well with Danielle. I have an 11 month old male and seven year old female. Female darts after dogs while on trails and shows strong aggression. Male pups started to show aggression toward males. Where do I start with two? Uh, number one, I would keep those dogs on a leash. Keep having make sure your remote collar train them on recall. I would possibly even have a muzzle on them. Because all I know is if I was on a trail and your dog came running towards me, it would not look pretty because I've got the right to defend myself as well as my dogs. Mm -hmm. So in a way, you're not irresponsible, but, and I'm not bashing you, but let's call it a, like sort of irresponsible, knowing that your dog does those behaviors. So where do you start? You have to set it up, get those dogs to start walking by your, by, you know, by your side, proof them off of recall when there's no distractions, 
get them to correction mode without distractions, get them to correction mode with distractions. As soon as you see a dog, get in the habit of recalling them, recalling, recalling them, recall them back 20 to 30 times within 15 minutes, whether they need to come back or not, get them used to the concept of recall. Next. Um, Davida, tool recommendation for directional guidance on a dog that doesn't respond to martingale or choke chain, but scream plays dead on the prong. Normally I would work through it, but she's tearing her neck up. We're using a remote, but she doesn't understand what it's for in some cases where you need the directional correction. So what I would do is this. So your dog's having a big hissy fit. So number one, if your dog's tearing its neck up, it's probably doing crocodile rolls or the collar might not be on correctly. So what I would be doing is I'd be bonking the dog. So no, and then bonk for the crocodile rolls. You've got to interrupt that. <clears throat> the last thing you want to be doing is just pushing the button on a remote collar because it, it doesn't have any meaning to the dog. Doesn't have any meaning to the dog. Next. New Eli's just wondering how you started dog training, how it went for you when you first started. So I've talked about this many, many times, Eli's. Um, I know. That's why it's called New Eli's. Because um, I think I've had a conversation with Eli's before, but not New Eli's. Mm -hmm. So I started this 17 years ago when I got my first dog. Um, I was not a dog trainer, I was a naive dog owner, and I had all the same problems everybody else was having. And I got a shepherd from a backyard breeder. I have nothing against backyard breeders. I don't even go down that path. Um, and what happened was um, the dog was human aggressive, dog aggressive. It bit me, didn't listen to commands. I went through a bunch of trainers. They all told me to put the dog down. Finally, I met somebody who's not in business anymore that says, Jeff, you actually can say no to your dog. That day, my life changed. Then what happened was he helped me rehab my dogs. Then I started going up to him three times a week, an hour and a half each way. That's three hours round trip. Um, that's how dedicated I was. And then I started helping other people for free. Then did pay what you can and then turned it into a, a small business. Now it's going to what it is today. But I did hard work. One thing I did was this, seven days a week, 18 hours a day, nonstop, no shortcuts. People see me now and they think, oh, well, you know, you know, you've got it made. It's like I don't have it made. I still, I still work my, I still work 18-hour days. I still work 18-hour days because, you know, because I don't take anything for granted. I don't know where, I don't know where the next client's going to come from. So, and we're in, we're in the middle of a national worldwide pandemic. So I want to make sure that we have dogs coming in. I want to help as many people as possible. We're still putting out free content. So put out massive amounts of content, work massive amounts of dogs. And um, I also do business mentoring. You may want to look into that. Next. Manuel, hey, Jeff. I have a six by eight kennel with shade covering sitting on pea gravel. Do you think it's a bad idea to change the pea gravel for a concrete slab? I have a five-year-old GSD. He stays in while I'm at work. No, I mean, pea gravel is fine. I mean, you know, the thing about pea gravel is you can, ho you can hose it down with um, a disinfectant and it'll sink into the pea gravel and then it'll sink through into the dirt underneath it. You can also spread the pea gravel around. The benefit of having a slab is you can, you can hose it down and then, you know, it definitely disappears. But, you know, pea, you know my, I've got a play yard in my house that's, that's pea gravel. It's pea gravel. So I think it's probably what do you put it this way. You already have pea gravel. Why spend the money on concrete, right? Like, why would you do that next? Eric sent a heart and said, LOL. Thank you, Eric. Hope you're doing okay. Tell hello to your lovely wife. And I hope your daughter is doing well. I don't know if she's at college or she's doing remote remote work, but I hope she's doing well and enjoying her first I think It's her first year of, first year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, first year of college, next. Sid, hi, J&J. &J. I got a two-year-old boxer mail-in for board and train on e-collar. Dog placed on long line to recall over arousal, slammed into me and the wall, bonked. What would Jeff do? Bonker works with him. Yeah, then it works. So this is the thing. It's like, what would you do? You figured it out, right? You can also recall your dog to a sit, recall your dog to a like a place disc where they put their paws onto it, recall your dog to, you know, you know, a down. And the whole slam thing is is you can also make it suck to, to slam into you. Some dogs are not aware of, you know, spatial pressure. Spatial, I mean, you know, awareness. the disawareness. Yes. Next. Megan, you guys are so dedicated to your following. Definitely don't have to do these free shows three times per week, especially when out of town. Love it and love you guys. Well, this is the thing, Megan. You know, I think both of us have a semi, 
if we don't do a show, Joelle, do you have a, like a little bit of a wave of guilt mm-hmm. coming over you a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we definitely struggle. I mean, I think we've had to cancel some shows, like sometimes last minute, like all of a sudden you'll get sick or I'll get sick. Like literally we've canceled the show 15 minutes before it started. Yeah. It's like, there was a couple of days, the last a couple of weeks ago, we had a really, really long day. We, I think we just came back from a trip. You were exhausted and you were still sleeping at like 640. Yeah. And I like, I'm like, I called you or knocked on the door and I'm like, and you were still like sleeping. I'm like, I'm going to cancel the show. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm like, no, you're not going to do it. You know, but that's how dedicated she is. She's like, she would have done it if I said so. And the thing is, it's like, I think that's why I'm trying to come up with as many other free pieces of content that I can. That's why I'm doing this new texting community because I want to be able to help people out for free as much as I can because so many people are um, uh, 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 struggling. Next. Erica said, why even address negative comments? Well, I address, you know, I get, I get, trust me, I don't address 99.99% of the negative comments. If you saw what came across my feed, which most people don't because they delete them, you'd be blown away and disgusted. Every once in a while, I will make fun of somebody or I will use it as a learning opportunity for other people. But I will, I usually get anywhere from, six to 20 negative comments a day. I get daily threats. I get daily harassment. Um, it's, it's, I get, my hosts get threatened of my seminars. So I'm a moving target right now. So the fact that I'm able to still do seminars and be in business is pretty incredible. So I actually don't address many of them. Sometimes I will just to sort of like almost mock my haters. I almost do it to mock them, but I don't give a shit about them. So could I ignore them? Absolutely. But I like to turn it into a learning experience as well. So I try to find an educational moment, but also keep in mind how many dog trainers that follow me. And I, I want to be able to guide them as well. And hopefully that rubs off and it does because so many young dog trainers will say, I like how you handle the negativity, Jeff. But from a point where does it bother me? No, it doesn't. Unless you cross over the line with my children and many people have. So then we're talking a different ball game. So when you start picking on my kids. So, you know, all in all, I think we have to put it into context. Next. Allie, thank you so much for all the free content. I've never made a live before, but I've watched probably over 40 hours of replays on Spotify. So, well, number one, so this is the thing. Whether you make, Thank you for making the live. Thank you for listening to Spotify. You know, the fact that you're consuming stuff, the fact that anybody consumes our content is great. And I think one of the things that we do, and I've got this philosophy, is you give, 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 give with no expectation of anything in return. So whether we had five people on this show or 500 people on this show, I'm still going to do the show. Because the five people that are on there deserve the same quality of work that I would give for 500 so I'm not doing this to build my audience. I'm doing this to educate the public. And um, the fact that people do listen, I'm 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 humbled. Next. Melissa posted a link to your virtual one-on-ones. Thank you. Yeah. And the virtual one-on-ones are really powerful. And, you know, even if you did a 30-minute one, it's great. So Joelle does, um, she's got a Patreon channel, patreon.com slash Joelle Gifford. And, um, and, and, your Patreon channel, you do also, you know, it's $10 a month. And just for that, you can learn a lot about, you know, physical fitness and rehab work um, and stretching. But then you also do your meal planning stuff. And a lot of your stuff, sometimes when I, when I know you do a one-on-one with somebody, it's like 20 to 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and then I see their photos online that you post of the before and after. And I'm like, between $10 a month and a 25-minute one-on-one counsel with you, Mentally and physically, you've got a different human being there on the other side of the page. Mm-hmm. So I think the power when you talk to people that actually know what they're talking about is pretty incredible. 499 Top Chef from Ashley. 
The positivity you two spread every day in a ridiculous negative world is rubbing off. I think we all feel lucky to be a small part of your world. Well, thank you, Ashley. You know, I feel fortunate that I'm a part of all of your world. And I think this is the thing. It all depends on what, what headlines you're reading, right? So it all depends on how you consume your information. So if you consume your information through mainstream media, you're going to think a lot of negative thoughts. But if you, any any feed that comes, here's, here's a good help for a lot of people, is what we teach at T3. Go through your social media feed. Mm -hmm. So if you're on Instagram and if you're on Facebook, those are the big ones. And if there's anybody that posts anything negative, literally unfollow them. I just had to do that the other day. Took a good audit of my yep. feed and I'm like, damn. Unfollow them. It's and what you do is you only want people that are positive. And that doesn't mean you like don't have a thick skin or you do have a thin skin. It means why would I want to open up my feed on my phone and see negativity? Also, what I want to do is find a bunch of different podcasts and um, be, be putting that stuff in my ears as well. So what I'm doing is I'm getting rid of all the toxic people in my life. And that might include family members. And what I'm doing is putting good stuff in my ears. And I know you, you just talked about some of the um, mental health work that you're doing on yourself. And then you all of a sudden are starting to do some meditation as well. So I think both of us are on, on this. We both have talked about taking care of our bodies, eating healthy. And I think both of us, and I'm showing it through what, the work that I do with Angelo, you're showing it with the work that you do with yourself. And I think we're really pushing now. You might see a, you might see a new thing in 2021 with the both of us where we're talking more about mental health. Mm -hmm. and the mental health journey because it's not being spoken enough no. and, and if you follow me or you follow angelo if you guys want to check out what's on angelo's page instagram angelo gelman you'll see the the we're going right now through with feelings you know how to express your feelings and how you feel about stuff people have been really responding well to that mm -hmm. you put up something about you know feelings as well people responded really well to that so i think the time is right especially during covid where People are really searching for answers. They're searching for help. They want to find people that they can connect with. And I think most people are nice. Most people do want to better themselves. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the people that don't are a little bit louder. Mm -hmm. And I think it's time to flip that. I think it's time to flip that. I think it's time to flip kindness. I think it's time to flip happiness. I think it's time to flip mental health. Get it out there. Start talking about it more. But people will make you sound like you're a freak if you talk about like being kind and being happy or mm -hmm. or saying positive things yeah it's like people be like you know easy for you to say it's like no it's actually easy for anybody to say yeah but but i think people are programmed to be negative they really are but that comes down from like family teachers i rem I, I don't remember one positive teacher i had one i remember a lot of negativity from my teachers next um, Dear Linda, so I've been following you for a long time under Romeo Green. Oh, and you changed. You changed. Well, look at that. David Smith, I do catch the replays, though. Sorry for grabbing the low-hanging fruit, LOL. Well, this is it. Damn it, David. So, David, you know, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. Next. Amy, any tips to get my two-year-old chocolate lab female to go up or down stairs? So the fact that it's two years old, the fact that it's a female, the fact that it's a lab does not matter. Put a leash on the dog, stand at the top of the steps, grab the leash and say, let's go and start walking down the steps. Let's go. Let's go. Get to the bottom of the steps. Say, let's go. Start walking up the steps, the top of the steps. Let's go start walking down the steps. After three or four reps, your dog will walk up and down the steps. Mm -hmm. Or what you can do is the first time your dog puts on the brakes, you can stop. And guess what? Tomorrow, Groundhog Day. The dog will stop again. And on that note, we got ourselves, we got ourselves a Texas-sized Christmas coffee cup. You still drinking that thing? I've been drinking this for two days. It's a big ass coffee cup, that's for sure. Next. Um, Erica, Charlie went to a seminar in Jersey. It was perfectly behaved around dogs. She absolutely needs to say hi to every dog. Off leash, she's great. On leash, she's not. So this is the thing. 
you have 100% control of that. The we, there, there's happy-go-lucky dogs that are horrific on the leash. Why? They want to meet dogs. They're friendly. They want to meet dogs. So you need to start doing a learning how to apply a punisher at the first sign of arousing. arousing. So when the dog starts being aroused, you need to say no, bonk the dog. No, correct the dog. The first sign, don't let the alcoholic walk into the bar. The alcoholic walks in the bar and says, I'm only going to have one drink. You're full of shit. You're an alcoholic. No, you're not. So you can't go into the bar. So leash reactive dog, you cannot get aroused. For now, not forever, but for now. Next. David, okay, serious question. Is there any hope in hell of using neck tools on a chow? Um, sure. Put them on the chow and start using them. If you're having contact issues, well, you can always shave the fur a little if bit. If you're talking about like a remote collar, you can use the thick fur contact points, shave down some area there, shave down some area there, not to bare skin. That'll work. Next. Gretchen, thank you. Gretchen is taking care of our dogs. Gretchen, we love you. We care about you. Looking forward to spending Thanksgiving with you. And thank you so much for being part of our family. Next. Robin, we're having some big problems with resource guarding with our six-month-old German short hair puppy. Attacked our 13-year-old dog. Hubby thinks that they should work it out and it's natural and that punishing him is wrong. Help. Bonker doesn't work for other issues. Spraying with water does, but hubby doesn't want to punish him. So, Robin, so you've got a six-month-old dog that's being aggressive towards one of your other dogs. It's going to get worse. Why is it that your hubby doesn't want to correct aggression? Work things out. Do you know what that's going to look like? The cool thing about letting the dogs work it out is you're going to save a lot of money on vet bills and dog food. Why? Because you're going to have one dead dog and one live dog. That's what working it out is going to look like. Why is it that a grown-ass man does not have the fucking balls to apply a correction? If your husband's listening to this, welcome to my show. Why is it that a grown-ass man does not have the balls to tell his fucking dog to stop being aggressive? That's the problem. Cut the shit. That's why dogs are aggressive. Not because they were abused. Because they were allowed to be aggressive. Your dog is being aggressive. Tell it to, it's at six months old and it's being aggressive. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Next. Sandra, thanks for answering the neuter question. Last week I posted a question about quarantine issues, separation anxiety, increase, and whining. Couldn't find your videos about COVID issues on your YouTube. I only saw Q&A clips. Are there discussions about this in your Q&A video? Look up separation anxiety in my search box in uh, YouTube. Next. Emma, dog circles and barks at other dogs. I correct with e-collar and most of the time it works. Why does she do this? And what can I do to make her stop all the time versus some of the time? She does it because it's fun. That's why. Five trainers, five answers, four of them are going to sound smart. Mine's going to sound stupid. It's fun. She does it because it's fun and you haven't told her not to. So teach the dog the out command and teach the dog the no command. Next. Jacob, will I be able to bring my 11-year-old sister to the seminar in Ramona or does she need her own ticket? And if it rains that day, will the training still be as effective since it is outdoors? No, it's not outdoors. It's enclosed. Ramona's, Ramona's enclosed. So... If it's raining, it won't matter. Um, just remember your 11 year old sister, Jacob. So I swear. I say, I say, I'll say fuck a lot. I'll say shit a lot. I can say some sexist stuff and I try my best not to, but you need to expose, you need to let not this sexist, sexual. sexual innuendos. And I don't do it like on purpose. I'm not inappropriate with any female. I just make a lot, like, of, sarcasm. A lot of sarcasm going on. So it might not be appropriate for an 11 year old. Next. Leanne, we did figure eights today, successfully following your videos with no goofs and got sits and sit and stop in the rain. Thanks for all your content. You're welcome, Leanne. Thanks for doing the hard work. Um, Melissa, post the link to your Patreon channel. Thank you. Patreon is great. We do a, a Zoom room every Tuesday, and all the content that's on Patreon is exclusive. 
Sandra just added myself to your new text community. Looking forward to more info. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, I still don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to do with it. Um, Gary V was one of the beta testers. He's probably one of the investors. And um, I like the concept. And literally, I'll be able to text you stuff out. Um, it might be a personal message. It might be a happy birthday. It might be a video that we're, we were doing. It might be something that Mike was on, you know, instead of it being on Instagram stories. I'm imagining it just being like more personal. Yeah. Hope you guys have a great day. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, who knows what it might be? It might be an unedited clip. It might be Jeff's thoughts. It might be my thought of the day. It might be, it might be something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, next. Erica's a joining text community right now. Awesome, awesome. Pulsar Dog Training, is what you send out in the text the same as what's on Patreon, or is it text exclusive? It's most likely going to be exclusive. Yeah. It's most likely going to be exclusive. Yep. Landon, do we need to text anything specific to the number to sign up? No, you, what you're going to do is you just text it. If you if you text that number, it'll ask you to do something. Do what it tells you to do, and now you're part of my family. Next. Heather, should I only use the prong collar on walks or can I keep it on all day while my dog is awake? Well, I mean, never in the crate, but you actually, in the house, you should have a leash on your dog if your dog is not under voice control because you should always be working your dog. But you should be working your dog for like sit, down, place, recall. You should always be training your dog until it's under voice control. Next. New Eli's, it would be really interesting to see a day in your life, see the reality of the doctor. Oh, I've, New Eli's, I've talked about it many times. It is not glamorous. Trust me, it's not glamorous at all. Like on a stress factor, it's through the roof. Mm -hmm. I mean, keep in mind that like, so for instance, I've got four rental properties. So three of them are in Florida. So when all of a sudden in the middle of COVID, the governor of Florida says no short-term rentals, and I've got three houses worth almost a million dollars, and I need the money to come in to pay the mortgages and they're shut down for three months and I have to give refunds of $40,000 and I can't rent out the houses. That's the day in the life. And then I've got to run a business. And then we have to do like, you know, like it, it's difficult. Unfortunately, the, 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 I consider myself a small business person, you know, unfortunately the, the, what's going on right now in the world, it's not a political statement at all. I don't talk about politics. But what's going on in the world right now is the small business owner has no support system. We have no support system. So it's stressful. But on the other hand, it's fucking awesome. It's awesome. It's really wonderful. It's wonderful. Like, you know, traveling, we're on the road. We went to, we're in, we're in um, south of Austin, Texas right now. We go to Houston after this. It's like, oh, you're gone for a week from the training center. I'm like, we're working twice as long. Twice as long. Mm -hmm. We started our day at 4. We'll be ending our day at 10. And we're doing nonstop content. We're brainstorming ideas. Joel just worked out. Um, you know, I've been answering phone calls. I've been catching up on emails. And the great thing about having Wi-Fi is no matter where you are, you can still get work done. Well, except me. I can't upload shit today for some reason. Yeah, yeah but other than that, though. Yeah. But other than that, can you have someone else upload it for you? From from. How are we gonna send it then? Oh oh, that's stuff you took. Yeah, yeah. Four ninety nine top chat from looks like the noble dogs. Mm -hmm. How to make a dog eat slower in their food bowl? Can you teach a dog head down, double down in the crate with an e collar with no previous training? Yes, you can. So the second question is yes, you can do continuous low level stim to get the dog to double down in the, in the crate. We do that at every seminar. You've, you've shown many videos of that. To eat slower, take the food and put it on a, a sheet pan. Sorry, take the food and put it on a sheet pan. And then also, you can also put it in cupcake or muffin tins. Do you know what I mean? It's like, put it, put it like that. Next. Demetrius, thanks. You're welcome. Demetrius, do you work with kind of corsos? My corso barks when we get visitors. Definitely want him to be on alert. The issue is he won't come down if he doesn't know a person. So do we work with corsos? The question is, do we work with dogs? Any decent dog trainer that does not work with a specific breed is not an actual dog trainer because the breed doesn't matter. The behavior matters. So some people say, will you work with an aggressive Corso? Some people might say, I don't work with any aggressive breed or I don't work with aggressive dogs over 30 pounds. And I don't blame them. Not too many people want to go toe to toe with a large breed dog. But getting a dog to stop barking at the front door is a remote collar correction. And you want to mentally and physically correct the dog. 
And that's not with you yelling, screaming, or being physical. That's with you being calm, saying no, and pushing a button. And what, what level do you push the button at? The level that the dog says, yep, that's enough. So yes, next. Jay Ron, hey Jay and Jay, love the Super Goes Home video. Found a dog training book from 1998 in the closet and prong collar was one of the main tools used. Incredible that 22 years later, people in general have such a negative take on it. I love my 225 home So, you know, this is the thing that that video was really great. Who put that video together? That's so, <clears throat> one of our remote um, trainers who lives, she moved back to the West Coast. Yeah, she's back in Seattle. She's yeah. back in Seattle, yeah. Um, and, and, and she does all the go homes. That's like her job is to do go homes videos. And she's got a really good knack for it. And she was trained under Joelle. And it took you a while, not not an inconvenient while, but it took you a while to sort of like teach her the flavor that we wanted to. And now I think you rarely. I never really have to give her guidance. The guidance. And, and, and what's, what's really beautiful is it shows actual clients with their dogs before and after handling their dogs. Yeah. Now, I think some of the go home, it shows us doing the work, but that's no big deal. We're dog trainers. Having the client do the work, I think, is the important part. And passing off the training to the clients, which is very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. And they're beautifully done. The music overlays are great. Um, they are highlight reels, technically. So people are like, it'd be nice if, like, we have, every once in a while you get the snarky remark, it'd be nice if you showed how you did I this. I think we actually did show in Super T. He didn't want to place on a bench. Right. But it shows but, us, like, taking a step back and, like, right. the leash. Right. Also watching, yeah. we show everything. Like we don't show finished dogs in their daily feed. We show dogs struggling in their daily feed. Mm -hmm. And people will say, geez, the dog is struggling. I'm like, so if we put up the finished product, you want to know how we do it. Right. We put up how we do it and you want to create like, we, there, there's no winning. That's why we don't no. give a shit. That's why we don't give a shit what people say. So um, yes, as far as the tools are concerned, people need to really fucking get over their shit. And if they only knew the damage that non-prong collars did to dogs, including harnesses, they'd be blown away. Mm -hmm. Google harness injuries. Google flat collar injuries. Google slip lead injuries. You'll be blown away at the embedding of these collars. Next. Christina, yes, I caught my first live and you guys are in Austin where I live. I love you guys. Bummed I've drilled this weekend. Otherwise, I would have come to your seminar when I go over boys. You still need some. Yeah, I mean, We'll be back. We'll be back next year. Don't worry. Next. Unless I posted a link of my Patreon channel. Yep. Thank you. Everybody jump on that Patreon channel. So it's, see, it says patreon.com slash Joelle Gifford. And again. Super simple workout. It's just but limited, it's limited equipment. In fact, we just filmed something today. We're at someone's house. We couldn't get to the gym and back because it's 30 minutes away in time for this. And what did you have? A kettlebell? A dumbbell. A, a dumbbell and, a, and one of those stretch bands. And your body weight, meaning like you use your body weight to do stuff like push-ups off of like a bed frame and just general push-ups. And then you, I think you did two or three exercises with a kettlebell. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, I mean, it's really, really, but it's full body. It was a full body workout. Mm -hmm. So you do some squats with a kettlebell. So it's like, that would make a good, like staying in a hotel room, you know, even when we're at a hotel workout, you know, it's like. Most people don't have access to weights, but still, you've done some exercises with just your own body weight and bands. Oh, yeah. And bands you can fit into your handbag. Yeah. That green one I brought. Yeah. Next. Eric, one and a half year old dog has trouble telling the difference between me giving him a command or my six month old dog a command, even when I use their names before the command. What do you recommend? So, what you can do is I personally don't do name recognition training because I run my dog as a pack. But what you can do is, you once you start doing name recognition training you would correct the dog that you did not give the command to for listening so if you said say if you said dog number one down and dog number two down and they started to sit you would correct dog number two for lying down next elise what's the texting community? we don't know yet <laughs> so the texting community is this you will be part of a database where I, it stays, it belongs to me. I own the database. It doesn't get sold. You're not going to get spammed where I will be sending you out texts on. It's more personalized. It's a personalized text. Putting out content like on his Instagram. Like he can actually talk to you guys directly. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. Direct contact. It's literally direct contact with me. Yeah, you will literally have a direct pipeline to me. Next. Um, another four ninety nine cup chat from the Noble Dogs. What are some helpful tips to stop resource guarding after the dog out command? Should I put a higher value food into the bowl? Yeah, I mean you can actually technically once the dog goes out, it doesn't matter what it is. But I would absolutely proof the dog over as many high value items as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay, Grant. Next. Jamie, my dog has been doing wonderful in our walks with the prong collar. A bit of trouble with the spatial pressure during our first yeah, few yeah. walks, but doing much better. I wanted to eventually have him walk beside me as I use a bicycle. How can I prepare my dog? For so that? you already are preparing your dog for this. Number one, walking next to a bicycle is heel. So get your bicycle. What you walk the bicycle with your dog in heel, then get on the bicycle, tell your dog heel and start riding. Make sure the leash is not too loose because, or the dog is too far away. If it's too loose, you can get caught up in the tires, the pedal, the spokes, you know, things like that. So dogs do really, really well. Erica said thanks. You're welcome. David Smith, you handle the negativity way better than I would. It would make Danger Dave come out, LOL. I need to get better at that before I do a lot of public videos for my own training, I'm always in So this is the thing, David, this is the way I look at hate. It's not my problem. Your opinion of me has no, does not mean I'm like that. Like, so why do I care what you think of me? I don't care what you think of me. If you don't like me, you're entitled to that. If you think I'm mean, you're entitled to that. If you think I'm abusive, you're entitled to that. But I think people, there are a certain segment of the population who I am not the only one they hate, I assure you. They hate a lot of people. And they spend their days literally hunting people down to hate. On the flip, so who is that an indication of? That's an indication of them. On the flip side, I hunt down people to love. And I'm not talking like physically love, but through words and encouragement. And imagine waking up every day saying, I can't wait to change people's lives in a positive way. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful feeling. Next. Say thank you, Jack. He's over aroused, spoiled, pushy dog. Basics are good now. Any slack on leash, he thinks he's loose and goes into overdrive. Had huge improvements with him in a short time. Good. Work on a lot of spatial pressure and claiming of space exercises. Next. Lori, I learned so much from your lives and videos. Thank you for the advice. Do you think that getting a dog spayed helps with aggression? Um, Lori, I have never seen a, a surgery ever stop aggression. 100% of the dogs that come to us for aggression rehab have been desexed. Now, is there a dog out there that after has gone through a spay and neutering procedure, stop being aggressive? I am sure it has happened. But why is it from the guy that specializes in aggression has never has, has seen all these dogs coming through his seminars, all these dogs coming through his, we're talking about 10,000 dogs. I would say all but 10 have been desexed. Next. Uh, $10 top chat from Wine. I have two eight month GSD. I have two, eight month GSD, one is high drive, wants to chase cars, barks, etc. cetera. Um, hard get her to focus on me. Other is calm, I'm pretty good listening. Just got e-collar, where should my focus be? Crazy one or calm one? So this is the thing, this is what I want you to do. And a lot of people will say not to do this, which is covert for my advice is correct. <laughs> so what, this is what you do. Put the dog on a leash, ready? Let the dog go after a car. Turn the remote collar to a high, the remote collar on a higher level. Make sure you got proper fit. Make the act of going after cars suck. Painful? Yes. But you know what's even more painful? Getting hit by a car. What's even more painful? Having your dog die. What's even more painful is the thousands of dollars in surgery you may have to do and the dog goes and it doesn't even make it. So one to three, there's 86,400 seconds in a day. Three seconds of high level discomfort is not going to 
ruin anything with a dog. Next. $5 top chat from Ms. Kuno. Advice to stop dog from guarding where he lays down under furniture inside his crate in the middle of the hallway. If we walk by him, he snaps. So you've got a dog that is got some issues. Teach the out command and then start correcting the dog with a remote collar. But there's a lot of work you have to do. Any dog that's hiding underneath furniture or hiding underneath a bed, you've got some confidence issues there. So also you've got a relationship issue with your dog. So people think, oh, so shocking the dog's going to make a good relationship. Well, frankly, right now, your relationship sucks with your dog. So it's not going to get any worse. It'll only get better. Until a dog understands the behavior that they're displaying is unacceptable, they will continue to do it. Next. And also use a muzzle and do spatial pressure. Yes, yes. There's a lot of work. These, these are all like one night. A lot of these questions are one-on-one -on -one consults. I don't like to be like, sign up for your one-on-one -on -one consult and give me money. But it's like so many of these things need like, I can, I can give you a detailed step-by-step -step plan on how to stop this stuff. How can I give you that? Because every everything that has been described tonight, we see. Mm -hmm. Next. Elise, for the one-on-one consults, are you able to review a dog's behavior or is it just talking? Both. Both. Next. Erica said, I guess I need to do a one-on-one. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to, but I think that keep in mind how powerful they are because we can talk for 30 minutes to an hour and really start, you know, I can refer you to videos we've already made. I can give you massive amounts of suggestions. I can observe your dog. I can observe you. We can talk. I can give you a list of things that you should be doing, shouldn't be doing. Talk about the day in the life of the dog. Really make dramatic change. Next. CMM, my four and a half year old Labradoodle growls and bites. Most of the time he's excellent but goes crazy at random times. Tips on correcting this aggression? So chances are it's not random. There must be something connected. You've got to really figure out what it is, take a step back and try to figure out what it is. So the bottom line is you have to be able to learn how to apply a punisher, say no, and then apply a punisher. What's a punisher? Something that's intolerable to the dog. <clears throat> so once the dog understands that the act of being aggressive is uncalled for, unwanted, unwanted, um, it's going to suck if you keep doing it then your dog is going to stop doing it next. Erica, it's World Kindness Day. Every day should be World Kindness Day. In my world, it is. Yep. Yeah. Christina, yes, because people. Like, yes. Like, everything we're doing, I think. Oh, yes. People. Yes. Erica, yes, mental health awareness. Thank you. I'm a school counselor, and this is huge right now. Anxiety and depression rates are way, are up way high. Let's strike kindness. Yeah, one of the things that you'll see I'm doing a lot with Angela right now is we're talking a lot about feelings, and I, I'm doing some really, really great videos on, on that. Let's go. Here we go. Um, Kathy B., I've never liked being around negative people. It brings me down. Yeah, you sort of have to give negative, yeah. you have to get negative people out of your life. Toodle. Bye. Christina, yes, this is so right. It's looked at as weird to be positive. General perspective needs to be shifted. It does, it does, but you know, in my world, it doesn't. So I've I surround my people, surround my people, I surround myself with people that are positive. Um, I think since we spend a lot of time together, I think we're we, we're good at bouncing that off of each other. I think we go, we ebb and flow sometimes, and you know, we're also dealing with a lot of stuff. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and. Like in our personal lives, professional lives, and I think we're like a good, like, combination listener, cheerleader for each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Putting putting it shortly. Next. Um, Christina, yes, that's so right. It's already oh, read that. Mm -hmm. um, Eddie, I'm just trying to get him right on it. Just kind of dove right in with my dog, and it really helped with his attention toward my direction. Hands-free leash is how we roll, so I don't get jerked off my bike if something grabs hmm. my attention. If I'm moving, we're moving. Sounds good. Heather said, yes, I'm in South Austin, so I'm going to miss y'all. Yeah, sorry. Whoa, wine. Oh, yay. I was watching a rerun, and I was like, wait a minute. It's Friday. I finally made a live. You guys are amazing. Blessings. Chris. And, you know, whoa, wine in West, please. I think you're brand new. I don't think we've ever seen you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so thank you for being here. Um, Gretchen, Tex absolutely loved the training I did with him. There's a small red mark on my hand from that session from, from him, but I don't mind. He was so excited to work and caught on in less than 10 Great. minutes. Gretchen, thanks for taking wonderful care of our dogs. Eddie, I almost skipped the final exam for my dog training program the other day to watch your live. Thank you so much for everything you teach. So, Eddie, take the final exam. Probably could have learned more from 
from from the podcast. But you know, definitely, you know, dot your I's, cross your T's, get that under your belt, and then start working lots of dogs. And you'll find that a lot of that stuff that you learn, unfortunately, doesn't transfer to pet dogs in real situations. But at least you've got a really, really good baseline, which you know, bottom line is education, no matter what form, you can always you can always take things from it that are, that are, that are always going to help. So kudos to you. Elle, love that I'm catching alive. Love your messages and what you do for people and dogs. I just want to say a quick hello for, for Ontario, Canada. Can't wait to see you in the Yeah, yeah. Trust COVID. me. Trust me. My, you know, not only it's going to be a while, be a while um, and not only just a while for Canada, like you, U.S. U.S. travelers are not going to be welcome in a lot of places. So it's someone that, that we we travel internationally, the two of us, and um, we're already really realizing that. Like, um, there you go. Next. Um, Erica said yes. I have Gary V. Text as well. So that's why I got it from. So Gary V. was one of the beta testers, and finally went public. So um, reading something. That's what I'm motivated. I think I'm going to start doing that for my Patreon. Yeah, I think you should. Mm -hmm. I think you should. Gretchen said, and Wes is still a French shower. What yes. is that? He pisses on himself. Oh, that's a French shower. Yes. All right, guys. Take care. Madly in love with you. Good night. Okay, good night.